This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Graham Williams. We got a lot to talk about on the App Show today. Of course, uh, as the title uh, infers, we talk all about the world of apps for your smartphones, tablets, smart TVs. Later on, uh, a great new app for people that are trying to find a rental place in the major cities here in Canada. That can be difficult sometimes. Well, there's an app that makes it super easy. It's called Live Rent, and we'll be talking to the developers about that and what it's all about. And uh, also later in the program, we're going to be talking about movies and TV shows, streaming, and how because of all the, uh, I guess, the fragmentation now, like there's just not Netflix anymore, there's Crave TV, and down in the U.S., there's so many more. People are returning to downloading illegal content again. Back to piracy. Yeah. Back to piracy. We'll, uh, we'll give you the lowdown on that. Let's talk about some of the app news this week. Uh, starting off with Google. Google Maps is integrating all sorts of cool stuff now. So the number one thing uh, would be integrating a lot of the music services. So now you don't have to use, uh, leave Google Maps when you're using it to use Apple Music, Spotify, or Google Play. This is kind of handy. Uh, I do find that the integration between uh, Apple Maps and music on my iPhone is actually, it's a little bit better than, uh, than it is. And actually, all the native music apps. So the podcast app, when I'm using uh, Apple Maps, when it gives me a direction, it'll actually go back a couple of seconds and give me that information again, just in case they were kind of crossed over in my head. Um, I, I don't get that with Google Maps. So actually seeing them integrate this stuff, it's, it's actually it's a nice little advantage. It is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they integrated Apple Music as well, even though they're Google. Well, it's nice to see that they're being a little bit more platform agnostic. I think it's time for us to put down the arms in the smartphone wars. And it's like, you know what? You want to use Android? That's cool. You want to use an iPhone? That's cool. Everybody, let's just chill out. It's all kind of the same, eh? (laughs) It's all interoperable, right? Yeah. Uh, Another feature uh, with Google Maps, uh, they have a new commute tab. And it's uh, designed to help you shave time off your morning commute. They say that people in North America spend the equivalent of, get this, a two-week vacation commuting to work every year. Wow. That's crazy. So in this new commute tab, it's going to give you exact times uh, for your commute. If there's going to be a delay with your bus or your train, it will tell you in real time in major cities. Yeah. Uh, so Vancouver and Toronto, I know, are listed uh, in there. You'll have to check to see if your city is listed as well. But I think that's awesome. I try to take transit as much as possible now because I hate sitting in my car for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a lifesaver because, you know, the bus is late sometimes. So yes. if you know it's going to be 15 minutes late, you can maybe, you know, stay and have that uh, extra coffee or get a little more work done at the office before you head out. So I've kind of been doing something like this with the Transit app. Um, it's an app called Transit. They I use that all the time. It's great, right? It is. And so a lot of the TransLink buses have GPS in them. And so there's a bus that comes by our office, and it's got a couple of stops down the street. And I, I know now that when it hits this one stop on Granville Street... If I pack up and leave by then, I can make the bus at the stop outside our our office. Because it has a GPS in the bus. It's got the GPS in the bus. So I have it set an alarm when it's about to hit that station. (laughs) Do you remember the old days? (laughs) Do you remember the old days, Graham? The bus may be coming. Before we had phones and, and everything, like you sat at that bus stop. And you just didn't know. It was like it was like waiting for Godot, yeah. right? It was just it was a you Tennessee Williams play just yeah. happening. I remember when I first moved out to uh, White Rock, South Surrey, back about twenty years ago, and I wanted to take a bus down to uh, Semiamu Mall, and it was a weekend, so I just went to the bus stop because my wife had taken the car, and I didn't know when the bus was coming, so I just sat there 
and sat there and later on found out that it only came every hour and I just missed it by a few minutes. But nowadays, it's so easy. You just pick, bring out your phone and use the transit app or now the new Google Commute tab in Google Maps. I wonder if there's been like a drop in nihilism since then. You know, just the, <laughs> sitting there contemplating life at the bus stop going, this is, this is really, this is futile. Also in app news uh, this week, Graham, Apple has released 70 new emoji to the iPhone with iOS 12.1. Do you care? I'm, I'm an emoji convert. I Are used you? to think these things were ridiculous. Yeah, um, I'm, you know what? I'm, I probably use the same three emoji. Well, and that's happy of... face, unhappy face, <laughs> winky face. <laughs> the heart, the broken heart. I, no, I haven't used the heart one yet. I, I use that one a lot. Yeah? Yeah. You know, it's just like... Your heart's broken a lot? It, it really? Well, I mean, you, you, I really like this. Or you know what? You've shattered me here. It's, uh, I, I live a life of extremes. Clearly. Yeah. Uh, so there's 70 new emoji. Is this exciting for you? I think so. There's a kangaroo in there. There's a trash panda. A lacrosse? Uh, yeah. Frisbee? Skateboard? Uh, there is a frozen emoji. So our friends in Winnipeg got you covered. Lobster? Yeah. I don't know what else I can say about that particular news story. What else is in the app there, news? There was a llama. There was a llama. Yeah. A llama. Llama, yeah. llama. What other app news are we following, Graham? Uh, other app news, YouTube, uh, in its quest to get you to do more stuff, is starting to push new ads. And these ads are actually going to more drive... New ads? <laughs> But they're going to have a good purpose. So they're going to drive you to download apps, uh, to book trips, and to find movie showtime. So these are actually richer ads that connect to uh, <sighs> more actionable items. There's enough ads. Yeah, I know. But now they are designed to try to get the money out of me quicker. Yes. Yes. Basically. So book a trip. I can book a trip through a YouTube ad now. Yes, you can. Yeah. Does that make the world a better place? I guess maybe for the travel people. It's interesting because, I mean, I've booked a number of trips over the course of the last year and Google does have their uh, their travel ratings. They have, they actually had, they bring up prices and the ability to book directly from a Google search, which is what this is connecting to. Okay. So in, in a lot of cases, you know, there are third-party services out there like Travago and stuff like that, Expedia. And I think Google is really trying to insert themselves in between um, you and the actual service provider and kind of edge these other uh, companies out. So this is an interesting play for Google because, you know, right now they're really looking at a lot of the people who are advertising with them and possibly saying, you know what, we're going to forego your money to actually take that money ourselves. It's a bit of a risky play. Like, would you want to advertise with Google knowing that you're actually funding the mechanism that's going to put you out of business? No. There. Down in the U.S. this week, uh, there's a new type of pre presidential alert text Oh God. system put into place. Uh, so as of uh, 2.18 p.m. Eastern Time uh, last Wednesday, cell phones across the U.S. buzzed with a presidential alert emergency test from President Donald Trump. <laughs> Was he alerting everyone to the size of the inauguration crowd? So this is kind of like, uh, you know, severe weather alerts uh, and, you know, that FEMA can send out, Amber Alerts. Now Donald Trump has a presidential alert. I am so glad I'm not American. This is this is completely and utterly unneeded. If you have an emergency, you have an emergency agency. We don't need to hear from our politicians through our cell phones in an unavoidable message. I'm not quite sure what would constitute, uh, you know, having a presidential alert yeah. go out. I'm it's it's frightening. Yeah. When you think about it, like, can Donald Trump just start sending texts to? At All 3 o'clock in the morning, we cut them off from Twitter, and that's how we're going to get these huge updates. Come on. Yeah, so basically this uh, test 
text went out uh, and it said, presidential alert. This is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. No action is needed. You should have seen Twitter. It it just lit up. Yeah. You know, Rebecca Howard at uh, Pink Funk, uh, she says, do not want wrong number. Lose my number. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was indicative of most of the tweets that yeah. went out about it. Yeah. Sorry, Donald. Not friends. Please don't call again. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's, can you, well, here's the thing. Can you imagine that here in Canada? You know, he's would, worse, would, worse enough with freaking Twitter. Yeah. Would you want a, Would you want an alert from Justin Trudeau? Nice guy. I met him at, uh, at the Pride Parade a couple of years ago. Yeah. Really cool dude. Check my hand. I don't want him alerting me at 3 o'clock in the morning. We have emergency <laughs> agencies for that. Right? Yeah. Let's, let's not do that. Let's, yeah. Canadians, let's stand up and say together in one voice, thank you, but no, we do not need a prime ministerial alert system. I don't think anyone's proposing it, but if they were, let's say no. Fair? Uh, yeah, yeah I, th- okay. I think so. We have a lot to talk about on the app show uh, still. Uh, when we come back in, in a bit from uh, the break, we'll uh, be talking about an app that makes it easy for renters to find the home to rent in some of the major cities here in Canada. Before we get there, uh, Graham, do you know what time it is? I'm guessing that it's our iPhone tip of the week. I think it is. This week's iPhone tip of the week is one for uh, those of us out there who like to close our apps down all at once. This is actually a quick little trick. Um, so if you're on an older device, uh, you know, if you double tap the home button, um, or if you're on a newer device, if you swipe up from the bottom, you get the app switcher. Now, a lot of people know that you can flick an app upwards to close it. Yes. Did you know that you can do that with more than one app at once? What? You can close up you to just three apps. My, you just blew my mind. You can close up to three apps at the same time. So you take one, two, three fingers, put them on, on the apps, and slide them all up at once, and you get can, out. You can close more apps. Did faster. you figure this out yourself? I did. I'm very proud of myself. You've got a lot of time on your hands. I've got a lot of time. So on this my is iPhone. just for iPhone users. This is just for well, just for iPhone users. Yeah. yeah. Um, on your on your iPad, you've just you've got the grid there. Yeah. I haven't actually tried it with the iPad. You know what? Let's let's try it right now. Got it right here. <laughs> you can do this in real time. You can do this. Yes. You can do a multi-touch on the iPad. Uh, you as can well. do it on the iPad as well. You heard it here first. That was your iOS tip of the week. When we come back, more apps to talk about here on the App Show. You're listening to the App Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo and Graham Williams here in studio today. Still lots more to talk about. Of course, we'll be getting to our Hot 5 app countdown this week. This week, it's the Hot 5 Apple OS 5 apps for the Apple Watch. Uh, should be very cool. We'll also be talking uh, about uh, all the different streaming channels out there and are people pirating again because of that. But right now I want to talk about finding a place to rent. In some cities like Vancouver, for example, it is hard. Well, there's an app to make that easier. On the line, we've got Derek Shea from uh, Live. Thanks for join- joining us today, Derek. Thank you for having me. So this is an app. It's called Live, L-I-V, uh, available for uh, Apple iPhone folks and Android uh, people. Derek, tell us what your app is all about. Well, to put it very simply, um, I think we're all, uh, you know, in Vancouver and, you know, big cities or Toronto, it's uh, rental has been becoming a, a very huge issue. So uh, we're, we're basically a group of renter and landlords looking to solve that problem uh, to make everything easy and simpler, uh, you know, so we don't have to put too much time uh, into other daily rental processes, going, running to showings, doing all the tedious forms. Uh, but looking for a better way to facilitate the whole rental process. 
So it's interesting. Uh, so basically, you're kind of uh, targeting the renters and, and, and the landlords. Uh, walk our listeners through uh, what happens when they've got the app uh, downloaded and uh, loaded up on their, their device. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So think of uh, Tinder uh, merging with Airbnb. Um, it's kind of like uh, dating a renter profile with a listing profile. Um, so users can basically match with their preferences and rental, uh, basically kind of matching their rental preferences and then uh, showing that against with uh, renter profiles. So that that kind of dating, matching of uh, the whole rental process is completely like different, if you know what I mean. Um, and then from there, they can actually do applications, uh, booking showings, all within the app, and then all the way to doing a digital contract, and then signing a contract, uh, and become uh, a tenant, basically, on the app, all within the app and all digital. Um, and after that, uh, the whole life cycle of rental process as well. So you can chat with your landlord about any maintenance services request, and you can even pay for it, uh, your rent, via credit card um, on the app. It's very cool. Uh, I'm actually uh, in it right now. And the interface, once you get into it, looking at the different listings, it's very Airbnb-ish. It's just like super simple and straightforward and just kind of gives you all that information. Like, you know, are pets allowed? Is there a dishwasher, fridge, utilities? You know, how far is it from the bus and train? Uh, it's it's cool. I, I wish I had this when I was younger because it was a pain. It was so difficult to find rental listings back in the day. Well, yeah, I mean... Ideally, what we're trying to do is save you time, right? I mean, rental is quite stressful for for everyone. Um, And this is what we're trying to do, right, is to bring that kind of value uh, to the renters and the landlords. Uh, People are, especially when you're looking for an apartment, usually you're looking at about a one-month window where you're looking for a place, trying to find the right place for you to live for the next year, two years. Um, And that rush is just... It's stressful to everyone, and especially if you have a full-time job, right? And most of the showings and viewings that you get from the landlords are usually uh, during the daytime. So if we can help provide renters with more information about units and in a more concise manner, then it helps the renters in searching for the, the, the perfect place much faster and quicker, right? And especially with now everything can be uh, done digitally, um, it just saves you a lot of trips going down to to see the landlord, to see the units, um, and vice versa for the landlords as well, right? So they, they can see a profile, a quick introduction of the renters, and, and be introduced very quickly. Um, and, you know, it gets rid of that awkwardness when people have to jump on the phone and try to talk to each other and find out more about each other, right? We're talking with Derek Shea. He's one of the men behind uh, the Live app, uh, a great app for uh, finding your next uh, rental home. Uh, so you know, not only available for uh, smartphones and tablets, but uh, there's, a, there's a web interface as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the web is a, is a more slimmed down version of it, but you can actually search for listings online and then be able to book showings directly uh, from the web interfaces itself. Uh, but for, of course, the full lifecycle rental processes, including contracts and payments, uh, that side of things, so you will have to download the app um, to, to facilitate the whole process. Love the interface. I'm just looking at all the Vancouver listings. The prices <laughs> suck. It's expensive to live here. <laughs> But now you can see it all in one window. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, that, that's something that we're, we're looking to see how we can help with the, the, the rental market as well. So, um, as also, we're looking into uh, many other listings as well to, to see what we can do to help the entire rental uh, market as well. So, there's a lot of new features that are, are coming as well. Um, so, it's just something that we're working to see how we can benefit both the renters and landlords uh, in this kind of tight and, and that market there. How's the response been so far? It's actually been great. Um, I, I think the, the the main thing is the fact that everything is more uh, concise and digital. Uh, we actually work with a lot of landlords as well, uh, or property managers as well, and you know their feedback has been like, you know, it's much quicker than now. They can actually be out there uh, more often um, and chat with renters directly and right away within the app, uh, so that they don't have to keep doing the calls or emails and and all that delay within it. Uh, that was kind of the main feedback, and every everyone loved the interface. Of course, um, it's much streamlined and simpler. Um, and one part is actually uh, the verification features. Everyone getting verified and understanding that there is less of the, the, the scam and different things that you see on typically on Craigslist, for example, where people are hiding behind a Craigslist rebuy email or things like that. But here we kind of verify their IDs, making sure that each landlord are who they say they are and also each renters who they say they are. Again, we're talking with Derek Shea from the Live app. You got to check it out. It's on, uh, available for uh, iOS uh, and Android. And, and quickly, we've got about half a minute. Uh, do people have to pay for this? No. Uh, it is completely free, and we're actually running a contest starting today till uh, the 12th of October. Uh, so if people can sign up on, online uh, and and basically download the app and sign up as a renter, they actually are entered uh, to win $400 towards their next rent payment. Very cool. Thanks for joining us, Derek. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. Derek Shea, Derek Shea from Live. you got to check that app out if uh, you're looking to uh, rent a, uh, a home here in uh, Canada or an apartment. When we come back from the break, it's the Hot 5 App Countdown. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with the App Show. Mike and Graham here in studio. We still have a lot more to talk about on today's program. Of course, uh, we'll get to our travel and fitness apps uh, of the week later on in the program. We're also going to be talking about streaming services. I know a lot of people have cut the cord, but is it getting more expensive to have all these different subscription services now than your cable bill? It's getting there. Well, we'll explore that. But right now, uh, I want to talk about uh, one of my favorite uh, segments of the show. It's that time. It's Hot 5 App Countdown. And this week, Graham, it's the Hot 5 Apple Watch OS. How am I going to say this? Apple OS 5 for the Apple Watch. Yeah, so we're celebrating Watch OS 5 coming up for the yes. Apple Watch, which if you have a Series 0 like I do, and you're currently yeah. waiting for your Series 4 to show up, uh, you know, you're very much looking forward to it. But if you've got a Series 1 through Series 3 or a brand new Series 4, congratulations. Uh, these are some great apps that take advantage of the new faster speeds and all the sort of good stuff that's going on there. How exciting, eh? Yeah. And again, these are uh, Watch OS 5s for the latest uh, Apple Watches, except if you had the very original. So starting off at number 5, we've got Audible, and this is a free app. It connects up with your Audible account, letting you download books to your watch and stream them over Bluetooth. This is great if you've got an Audible subscription as you get new books each month with speed controls, cross-device syncing, and a great way to listen without draining your phone's battery. Yeah. 
Number four, what do we got? Nike Training Club. So this is a free app that uh, ties in with your Nike account. So it's billed as your ultimate personal trainer. It has more than 180 workouts. They cover strength, endurance, mobility, yoga, and all of those workouts are free. So there are personalized daily picks uh, based on your previous activities, some very flexible training plans to help you achieve your fitness goals, and some tips from top trainers. This kind of splits between your phone and your watch. Basically, the phone, you do all of your sort of planning, uh, and you do your, your tracking, and the watch does all the data gathering. So this is a really great way to tie those two things together. Number three on the Hot 5 app countdown this week, we're talking about uh, Hot 5 Apple Watch OS 5 apps. These are apps for your Apple Watch. It's called Watch Buzz. This one you got to pay for, $3.29. The Instagram app for Apple Watch is dead, but you can browse your feed better than ever with Watch Buzz. Log, on, log in right on the watch, scroll through your feed, view photos and captions, like images and read all of the comments. It's an almost fully fledged Instagram experience right on your wrist. Do you actually, would you actually go through your Instagram I do. feed on your watch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's convenient, right? Because I can leave my phone in my pocket when I'm on transit and just kind of like flip through and see yeah. if there's anything cool and neat. And you can just tap on it to, to like an image. It's sort of a, a nice way. And then if you see a beautiful image that you want to watch, look at later, you go to your likes and see all of the cool ones and see, uh, see them at a higher resolution. We're on the hot, hot 5 app countdown this week. Number two of the Hot 5 Apple Watch OS 5 apps. Again, these are apps for your Apple Watch. Stokard, and it's free. Yes. Tell us about it. So Stokard is kind of a cool app. Basically, uh, when the Apple Wallet first came out, you know, everyone was excited that, oh, you know, all my loyalty companies are going to put all of my loyalty cards in here. A lot of them didn't. It wasn't very much work, but they still didn't do it. So if you have a barcode-based loyalty system... You can actually scan the barcode with your phone's camera, and it creates a digital version of the card, which is right on your Apple Watch. You can pull it up with the wallet, tap on that card, and then scan that uh, at the store or you know gas station that you're at to get those loyalty points. Okay, so I get them into my phone. Yes. And then when I'm at uh, Safeway yes. and they want my loyalty card, yes. I just... On my watch, what do I do? You tap on the Apple Wallet. It'll yeah. bring up all of the cards because it creates a card in there. You tap on it, it, brings up the barcode, scan the barcode. Interesting. I'll have to see and check in if that works in the safe way. They take air miles. Yes. Uh, I've got CardStar yep. uh, on my phone, but it won't let me scan through their scanning system. Really? Yeah. Have you tried turning the brightness up on your phone? I'll try it. Give that a but, shot. But yeah, I still don't think it works. I think they're scanners from the 70s. It might be that. <laughs> We're talking about the Hot 5 app countdown for Apple Watch apps. Number one, WebMD. WebMD is kind of fun. We all know WebMD, right? It's the website that we all go to when we have a headache and leave convinced that we're dying of the deadly metabolite virus. Yeah, for hypochondriacs everywhere. Yeah, so while it does let you compare symptoms with various illnesses and, you know, scare yourself silly, it's actually not the most interesting thing about the Apple Watch. This is actually really great for detailing your medication schedules, dosage information, and being reminded of when you need to take things. Uh, So I do this right now to make sure that I take all my supplements and vitamins every day. It gives me a little bit of a vibration on the watch. Uh, there's actually a complication, which is what they call those little widgets that go on the watch screen, yeah. that you can put right in the center of the, of the watch face, so you can always remember, tap on that to see where you are on your medication schedule. WebMD. <laughs> that was your Hot 5 Apple Watch app countdown. That's a mouthful. When we come back from the break, we've got more apps to talk about. You're listening to the App Show here on the Course Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Graham Williams. Still lots more to talk about on the program. We're going to chat about uh, Amazon and uh, their growing content strategy and how they might one day take over the broadcast world online. Uh, Before we get there, 
Let's get our Facebook tip of the week, Graham. What do we got? So our Facebook tip of the week is for those of you who like to enhance your photos on Facebook with camera effects. So camera effects are really cool. They let third-party developers do some cool things with this. You've probably seen these sort of Snapchat-like photo frames and photo effects. So all you have to do um, is you can basically tap on the menu, tap on camera effects, and choose from the list there. Right in Facebook. Right in Facebook. So you can do this on the mobile app. You can do this on desktop. Um, you can do this for pre-existing pictures. You can do this on pictures that you've just taken with your selfie camera. So I can put like ears on me and stuff? You can, yeah. Yes. Now here's the other thing. You can actually create your own frame. Ah. So if you click create frame, you can actually drag and drop elements in there or add other image elements to create something that is unique uh, for you. And you'll be able to use that uh, with the camera effects platform. So essentially choose a camera effect or create your own camera effect. Do something cool with your pictures. That's your Facebook tip. Very cool. Well, this week uh, it was announced that uh, on Roku, Roku TVs and uh, Roku smart boxes, and lots of people have these, uh, Amazon Prime Video is now available. Uh, it uh, hasn't been uh, to date. So Netflix would probably be the most used app, I believe, on you know the Roku streaming boxes and TVs. But it's nice to have Amazon there finally. Yeah, you know what I mean. I've actually enjoyed a lot of the programming from Amazon, and I kind of I love Roku as as a company. You know, yes. they, they've always sort of been there with like really great high quality stuff that's that's simple and works and it tends to be less expensive than everybody else yes like I love my Apple yeah, TV because you can get one of those little sticks or, or boxes for 150 bucks yeah. to turn any TV into a smart TV well the big feature for me there for a while was being able to plug headphones into the remote Yes, that, that is was, cool. That's a really neat feature. Yes. Um, so, I mean, it's, uh, I, I bought one for my parents, and they, they really love it. So it's a, it's, it's a neat little device. So it's nice to have the Amazon stuff there, because Amazon's, Amazon's actually doing some really great original programming. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Jack Ryan? I've not. Oh, um, my God. Tom got, Clancy's Jack Ryan. It's, it's got it's, the guy from The Office, right? Yeah. John Krasinski? Yes. Yes. He's really good. So we've, seen, we've seen a number of Jack Ryans over the course of the years. This right? one's good. We, we had Alec Baldwin. Yes. Um, who else did we have? I can't uh, even remember Tom all Cruise? those. Uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Ben yeah. Affleck. Oh, yeah. Ben Affleck. Present day, oh, yeah. uh, some of all fears. Some of all fears, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So this is our latest, latest Jack Ryan. Yeah, they're making some good content. Um, American uh, Gods is actually really quite good. Yeah, that's a slow burn on that one. Yeah. It took me, I think, five episodes to start really getting <laughs> into it. I, I was committed, though. I, I read the book and yeah. was really, really interested to see how they would bring the story to life and was not disappointed. So... Great, great original programming. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Amazon is just on a roll right now. They uh, have just, uh, you know, released their new Amazon uh, Fire HD 8 tablet. I don't know if I got all the, <laughs> the jargon right there. Uh, so this is a high-definition tablet, 8 inches, for 100 bucks. Yeah. And, and running Android. Uh, but it's got all the Amazon apps there, like Prime Video and the Amazon Music and, of course, the shopping. It is a fantastic value, $100 for an Android tablet. It's really interesting because I see them more as a competitor to Google than a competitor to Apple. Oh, yeah. Right, because, I mean, yeah. Apple's still got that sort of premium cachet. You know, you're willing to pay three or four times as much for a, a TV playing device. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you're in the ecosystem, you like the way that it works, and that's kind of you. That's that's me, yeah. in a nutshell. Um, but, I mean, a, a lot of my friends, they've they sort of walked the line with Android, and they've been back and forth through a bunch of different manufacturers. And Amazon's actually starting to get this cohesive ecosystem together that is Android, but not Google. 
kind of interesting. Yeah, they've also uh, announced or launched a, a new Fire Stick mm-hmm. to compete against, like Roku, for yeah. example. Uh, so this is a 4K Fire Stick uh, that you plug into your TV, into the HDMI port on the back there, and obviously hook it up to Wi-Fi. And uh, yeah, you can get all your favorite uh, streaming apps on that as well. Can we uh, can we give a big shout out actually to Jeff Bezos this week? Uh, did you see what he did? Yeah, he raised the minimum wage to fifteen bucks an hour US. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, credit where it's due. People were criticizing the man for being, you know, a multi-billionaire. Well, well Bernie Sanders was going to town on and, on him and others down there. And he actually, after after that fact, Bernie actually came back and said, "You know what? Let's congratulate him on making the right decision. Yeah. Like graciousness across the board. Well done, guys. Let's do something better for humanity." So, you know, talking about the streaming services, and this is something that you and I have chatted about before. Uh, cable TV starting to look like a great deal again. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Uh, because the great thing about cable TV is that it just bundles everything together. Yes, it's, I mean, you can add up quickly, right? It can. 100 $150 if you put all the channels and everything in there. But look at all the streaming channels now. Before, Netflix was the dominant one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that it was a good deal because it just has so much content. Yes. You know, what is it, 11 bucks a month or so? And you get, like, thousands of movies and, and TV shows. But there's something happening. You've got a lot more competitors now. You've got Amazon, obviously, uh, with their Prime Video. Uh, but we're starting to see, like, all the major studios and even broadcasters uh, starting to launch their own streaming services. So Disney's launching their own. And by next year, there'll be no more Disney movies and series on Netflix, for example. Mm-hmm. HBO's got their own. You'll never see any HBO stuff on Netflix. CBS has their CBS All Access Pass app, you know, for their content. You know, Star Trek, their new Star Trek show is on there. So this is going to become an issue. They're going to have all of these exclusive shows, movies, and, and television series on, like, 30 different apps <laughs> and it's going to cost more than your cable subscription. And I've, I've got this right now, yeah. right? So there's, there's the city TV app. There is the global app. There is the crave app. There's the Netflix app. There's shutter for horror movies. Um, you know, we actually had a segment on the show. Where we were talking about the streaming app of the week and it was like, there was tons of content for it because there were always these new streaming services. Yeah. Uh, in Canada, it's kind of interesting because we do have some consolidation of licensing in certain places. So bell, um, with crave has managed to acquire the license to a bunch of the HBO stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting though. I mean, Crave to me is a, is sort of a, it's a bit of a conundrum because it's got all of this great content, but it's got one of the worst user interfaces. Well, and that thing logs me out literally between shows. No. Yes. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Log in with your provider or log in with your email address. That is the most frequent screen that I see with this thing. It is absolutely crazy. But it, you know, it doesn't have near the depth that like Netflix has. No. And so here's the question. So like, like you know, Netflix has got House of Cards, for example. Orange is the new black. And yeah, I want to get Netflix because I love all the original content. Oh, but Amazon, they got Jack Ryan now. With, yeah. You know, Tom Clancy. Um, oh, if I want that, I got to have Amazon. Hulu down in the US, they've got The Handmaid's Tale. Yes. Like by the time you add up all these subscriptions, you know, 10, 15 bucks a month, you're, you're way up there. You know, put in like Apple Music and Spotify. It's getting crazy. And so I think this kind of gets to the the point of what we're getting at here is people are actually saying no to this. Yeah, but then they can't get the content they want. Well, they can, but how do they get it? Well, and that's uh, the crux of this story. (laughs) They're pirating everything again. So uh, back in the day, people were downloading all these shows and movies illegally through BitTorrent sites. 
And it got crazy. I think more than half the internet traffic was people downloading content yeah. illegally. It went down. It dropped in half, I believe. But it is now going up again. Yeah. And so this is kind of an interesting one for me because, you know, I have my Netflix subscription. I have my Crave subscription. Uh, Crave I have because of Star Trek Discovery, which is actually not coming back till January 2019. Um, so what I've actually started to do, because through the summer, I wasn't home to watch TV at all. I was out doing tons of other things. So this is kind of where I kind of I, I look at uh, broadcast television, which, you know, you have your package per month at $150 per month. And yes, it's easy. And yes, it's bundled. Uh, but with subscription services, you kind of have more power. So I have all of these apps. And literally the cost for, you know, one of these apps for a month typically is the cost of, say, renting a movie. Yeah, I have that's no a problem good, actually that's a good point. starting the subscription, ending the subscription literally after that's done, having another 30 days. So if I get one more piece of content out of it, yeah. it's worth it. It requires a little bit more maintenance, but it's actually quite a bit easier than trying to figure out where's the latest torrent site, how do I not get my system infected with malware, and also not get a uh, takedown letter from my ISP. <laughs> yes. So two interesting things happened this week as well. Uh, we saw the new uh, USMCA deal go through. NAFTA then 2. NAFTA 2, yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Um, and so part of this was a direct reflection on copyright. So in Canada, copyright is 50 years past the uh, lifespan of the content author. Yes. Um, in the U.S., Walt Disney has actually managed to lobby it to 70 years. Yeah. So we're actually going to oh, have... Oh, I bet that now it's 70 years in Canada. It is now 70 years in Canada. So we're going to have works that were in the public domain. So, for example, uh, Ian Fleming's James Bond character yeah. is going to go back from being public domain to having rights sold in Canada again, taking something that was public domain and making it copyrighted again. There were a lot of good things with this deal. This is kind of a, a bit of a... Uh, I'm not great about it. I don't like the length of time on this. Yeah. It is going to lead to more piracy, which is really disappointing. And it's happening. Yeah. It's going up again. It is going up. I'm wondering if we're going to start seeing bundled subscription services. That's a good question. Right? I mean, they, the like can Apple TV and Roku, can they start bundling these things together? And, you know, maybe for like 150 bucks a month, you get 500 streaming. Chin- oh, man. Oh, TV. <laughs> <laughs> Everything old what is, is new old again. is new again. When we come back from the break here on the App Show, it's Fitness and Travel App of the Week. You're listening to the App Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. We've got a few more apps to talk about. And I think we're going to mix it up this week. Uh, instead of the travel app, we'll do a game app. But before we get there, it's Fitness App of the Week. What do we got, Graham? Our Fitness App of the Week is something that Wired Magazine calls Obsessively Complete, a killer app. Uh, this is cycle meter, cycle running, and GPS. So it is free, but there is an elite upgrade for $13.99, which gives you, as it usually does, a uh, ton more features and more built-in uh, workouts. So this is what they're calling the most advanced application for cyclists ever designed for mobile device. So it's built in for iPhone, uh, so built from the ground up for iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, and iCloud. And basically uses all this stuff to sync everything, including maps, graphs, and all sorts of data to help you train more obsessively about what it is that you do. So there's everything from you know 5K and 10K running plans to cycling plans. Uh, that gives you all of your post-workout data in iOS Health. Uh, lets you use email. Facebook, Twitter, or Strava to share all of your workouts and uh, keeps everybody in your family alerted to your location. When you do want to go out to a run, you can actually send alerts saying, I'm going out to do this. So if you're going out somewhere and you don't come back, they know exactly where you are. (laughs) You don't come back. Well, you know, uh, there's a a young fellow there. I watched this documentary a while back. He started running across America and then ran back again and then back again. Forrest Gump, I think it was. Forrest Gump, Great documentary. Really good. (laughs) 
let's uh, switch it up this week. We're going to do a game app of the week. Uh, and Graham, what game app do we have? So this game of the week is called Alpha Bear 2, the sequel to the very famous, I think you probably didn't play it, Alpha Bear 1? No. Okay. No. Um, so this is a word puzzle game by Spry Fox. And essentially you spell out words by selecting letters on this puzzle grid. Uh, and as you create more words and letters close to each other, bears appear. And uh, the more letters that you use, the bigger the bear gets, the more points you earn. And you want to collect the bears. Collect the bears. Alpha Bear 2. Alpha Bear 2. Coming to an iPhone or Android phone near you? Yeah, I think so. Any any cost? Uh, right now it's free, but there are it's in-app never, purchases. Yeah, it's never free. Uh, you can pay up to sixty nine ninety nine for 3,000 coins. And those coins buy you various turns and things like that. Don't pay for these things in-app. In <laughs> oh, my God, that adds up. Alpha Bear 2. That's all the time we have left here on the App Show. Don't forget to listen to our sister show every Saturday. Get connected. You're... Uh, your insight into the world of technology, smart homes, digital cameras, computers, all that and more, again, here on the Chorus Radio Network. Mike and Graham signing off for the App Show. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.